please welcome Becky Plinky. Becky and her husband, Bob, are the founders of Laola Children's Home here in Chapala. As you know, we invited Becky to share her testimony with us. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about Laola. Laola was founded January 1st, 2010 as a 501c3 nonprofit. The scope of Laola is more than that of an orphanage in that they care for abandoned and abused children as well as those from impoverished local communities. In 2010, retired medical professionals, Dr. Bob and Becky Plinky, established Laola out of love. Since that time, they have provided care to more than 100 young women and children to help break the cycle of poverty and find a new and better life. Today, Laola supports 34 children and young adults. Did you know that more than half of Mexico's children currently live in poverty and neglect? Every year, thousands of these children are abandoned and many end up living on the streets where they are forced to survive through begging, prostitution, or drugs. Without loving organizations like Laola, this epidemic of childhood poverty, abuse, and abandonment becomes a vicious cycle repeated every generation. So Becky, we, we had a chance to talk this week and it was just a beautiful experience. I want to ask you a couple questions. Uh, the first one is, would you mind sharing the story of how you and Bob decided to found La Ola? Uh, well, I have been a nurse for 25 years, and I have been working in um, emergency room and uh, ICU, and my husband was working in emergency room trauma. And when I was about 41, God gave me this incredible vision. And he showed me that I would be starting this home for children and that um, it would also include uh, schooling and taking care of these children. Never before in my life had I ever thought of this. Like my children were getting uh, the last one in college and I thought I'd be free. And um, God had a different plan. And for five years, uh, I struggled with it. Uh, but slowly, my love for nursing kind of just started uh, going away, uh, little by little. God opened the word to me. Um, I just hungered, he gave me a hunger for the word. And so after the Holy Spirit teaching me that, yes, we were worthy to take this on, um, at about five years after the vision, um, we decided to come down here and talk to you. And uh, when you and Bob and I met this month, uh, it was just a moving experience for all of us. Uh, and it, what really uh, I saw was how strong your faith and belief in the Lord is. It was amazing. Will you share the story of how God provided the resources for the new property that they just closed on four acres right at the Libramento? for the brand new home for La Ola, and how we answered your prayers, and, and you talked about some dreams you received, so if you could do a little of that. Well, I thought, I've always been amazed at uh, God's provision, and I've always been a woman of faith. I was raised in a family uh, that always went to church and, and held God in the highest in their house, but I never experienced before what I experienced, I was about to experience, and that is total dependence on God. And also how much He loves His children. 
and how he loves the children of the world and how he curbs for these uh, children of many kind of other countries of the world. And so when I started on this journey, uh, we really didn't have backing. We just had fun. And we started the first year and a half. Uh, it was mostly, mostly raw. Uh, some, we did get some donations some places. But as you know, it's, it's expensive. You have to have psychologists, you have to have workers. You know, it's very expensive to try to send these kids to school. But every step I took, it just seemed like God, He just intervened and, and it was, He was always there. We've always had enough. We've always had enough food, we've always had money to pay our bills. Um, there's been times that we get down to, so little in the bank, and I was like, oh, well, just give me a couple of days, I'll pray, and God always comes through. So we always wanted our own place uh, that, so that we wouldn't have to, to move with you. And, you know, it, it's, it's hard when all your funding goes into the man, into every day. So I didn't know how in the world am I going to pay for someone that the Lord had already shown me in a, in a in a vision, he, he showed me all these, uh, uh, all this land, and he showed me the building of it. And I just didn't know the, how it was going to happen. But over the years, God has shown me that when you are in prayer for something, you start walking. You start walking toward whatever it is. And there's been many times I failed him in that aspect. But this time, I had to be, you know, really strong in that. So I started uh, walking toward it, and I started telling people about, you know, we want to buy this land. And I, and I was hearing, well, no, maybe next year, maybe this, maybe that. And I still was like, oh, God, how is this going to happen? So in March of this year, we were to um, pay for half of the property. Property is two hundred sixty thousand dollars for four acres, and I didn't know how we were going to do it. So it was getting closer and closer to the date we were supposed to do the first signing in March, and I didn't know how it was going to happen. I went to the states. I went to our largest donors, and it just wasn't a good time. And so I came back home, and I just said, "Well, God, we'll just." I'm just going to keep on walking because we have looked for years and years for land. And we found some land on the Liver Mantle Cross from Hotel Perigo over the field behind um, the media park uh, that a family was selling it for 250 pesos a meter. And everybody knows that land is expensive, and all the other pieces of land around us was between 500 and 1,000 pesos a meter. So uh, this family were in their 70s, and they were just the nicest, sweetest Mexican family. Couldn't ask for better people. And they even had part of their family say, you need to sell it for 800 pesos a meter. And they said, no, we're going to sell it today for 250 pesos. So we got this, we got the okay uh, as far as uh, from my board of directors, and we were going to do this. So when it came up on to the day, I still didn't have the money. I started receiving money from people I didn't even know. Uh, friends of friends, 
uncle uh, or uncles of family and brother, a brother of a, a friend of mine, I never met. And on the last day before we went into the signing, the last ten thousand dollars came in on three o'clock the afternoon before, and we had the first hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Well, I had six months to um, get the other half. And I, about a month after I did the first signing, the Lord gave me a dream, and I was, I was taking care of these little ones. And someone was talking at me, saying, Becky, Becky. And I'm like, what? Didn't you see him working? Didn't you see him taking care of his work? And I turned around and this lady handed me a piece of paper and said, the land is paid for. Well, after I had, after she told me that, and I woke up and say, I was, uh, I just had this peace. This, this peace. And I thought, well, I don't have this peace. I got work, I got work to do. I don't have this peace. You know, and then so the next month went by, the next month I wasn't working on it. And some days I would sit down and can't be this because, you know, I've got responsibility. This other half is coming up. Okay? So, June came in July. I was at the end of July. I think I had $2,000 and I was like, oh September 1, we're closing. I have $2,000. So, the Lord kept uh, just calling on me to come into prayer with Him. And to um, and to stretch my faith, but of course I'm a fixer, and I think I gotta fix these. And I say, well, Lord, I'm gonna do what I know to do. I'm gonna go back in the states and go and ask the uh, same people. So I went to the states, and it just wasn't a good time again. It wasn't this. And these were large, humongous purchases. And I was really getting a little down and a little depressed. I was in my hotel room, and I got a call from Bob, and he was sick. And after I hung up, uh, the Holy Spirit said, go home, baby. I go home. And all of a sudden, I just had this rush of peace. It was joy. I was tingling all over. It's just it's joy to go home. I'm going home. So I made a ticket, and the next day I went home. After I got home, I was really tired from the trip. I was only there a week. I was supposed to be there two weeks. And I came home, and um, I just said, well, I'm just going to spend time, more time with God. That's a stellar idea, isn't it? Spend more time with Him. So um, anybody that knows me knows how busy taking care of where his kids are. And um, so I stayed home the first morning. I was listening to Daffy Keys. I don't know if anybody knows Daffy Keys. It plays spiritual music and puts up Bible verses. And it came to my mind about one of the, the a foundation that gave us money the year before. Uh, it was before December. So I thought, huh, this is a new year. I'm going to email them. So I emailed that person, and within four hours, I said, sure, we're going to give you $20,000 off. Okay. So I had shared some things on Facebook, and my van driver called me and said, 
Well, Becky, we, we are really we really want to do something, so we're going to give you two thousand dollars. And I went, wow, this spending time alone with God is really paying off. So <laughs> the next day it was on a Wednesday, and um, I knew that within ten days I had to have another hundred thousand dollars. And I sat down in the chair and I waited till everybody left the house to go do things. And I was sitting there and I said, um, Lord, I've done everything I know to do. I've gone to many people. I've um, put it on Facebook. I've put up GoFundMe's. I've, I've done all, all I know to do. I can't fix this. You know, you've got to do something because this is beyond me. This is beyond my strength. And I know you love these babies. I know you love them. And so I was sitting there and listening to my daddy and I fell asleep. So I fell asleep and about an hour and a half, I was awakened by my phone buzzing. And um, I, I saw the name. Why is Carrie Limbacher calling me? Uh, Carrie and her husband, John, we had, when we lived in the States, we lived in Cookville, Tennessee, or we were working in Cookville, Tennessee. And uh, John was a, a radiologist and he had a, a fairly large um, uh, practice there. And so we hadn't talked to him in 10 years, but when we were there, we had worked in his family church. Bob was helping with doing medical clinic, free medical clinic. I, I would help too with that. And they had a food pantry, different things for the Hispanic community. And so, uh, we were just going there. We were also going to another church, but at least once a month we would go there. And um, we've always loved the Hispanic community. So we hadn't talked to these people in 10 years. Not even, I mean, they had, they had supported us, but they had 50 lives. And I got a phone call and Carrie said, thank you. You know what? Do you remember the building that we had for the church? And I said, yes. We just sold it and we're closing on it today. And she said, I feel like this is a God thing. We have been thinking about you for two weeks. And I'm sorry I haven't answered your emails, but we retired and we moved to Florida and we've been traveling all over the world and I just haven't seen you. You're uh, your requests or any of your emails or Facebook or anything. She said, I made you close my Facebook app. She said, we are closing on this building today. Call John. So Bob my husband called his friend John. They used to um, fly together do different things together. He said, Bob, what, what is going on? What are you doing now? So he told him, and he said, well, we would like, we, have, we are closing today, and we'd like to give you $100,000. Wow. <laughs> That's a beautiful story, and with God, 